0: Welcome. My name is Tracy Cook and this is the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, then go on to support and inspire others To do the same, please subscribe and comment to go into the monthly draw to win access to the Brand Your Story Academy podcast creator course and also download our latest ebook, Beginner's Guide to Monetizing Your Microphone with Podcasting. Today, we have got an extremely empowering, inspiring motivational guest on the Victim to Victory podcast. She's being brave to share her story for the very first time. And we would like to welcome Summer Pihar. Welcome to Victim to Victory.
1: Tracy, I'm so thrilled to be here. I hope I can live up to every, all the adjectives you just used. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited to connect with you and all your viewers.
0: Fantastic. It's absolutely wonderful to have you here Summer. Now we're talking pre, pre-show today as well and I want to share a little bit about Summer before we get into her story because she is an Amazon number one best-selling collaborative author as well and she does many things. She wears many hats like many of us women do. So Summer is in Minneapolis and she is um, is an early childhood development and leadership expert who helps early childhood program schools and facilities become the best-in-class choice for their clients and customers and be an integrated part of raising good humans. How invaluable is that? Raising good humans. I love those words put together. Now, not only that, she's the creator of the Conscious Classroom Certification Model Now, what is that? Because it is a leading framework that helps owners and administrators retain staff, recruit families, reduce the risk by staying compliant without complication. How invaluable is that? And protecting school revenue while running a fast-paced facility in these ever-changing times, and and they are ever-changing times in this industry, no doubt as well. Now, she has, Summer has, 18 plus years, years experience in this industry. So she really does know her stuff. And her role as a co founder of a group of award winning and highly re- referred Montessori schools in the Twin Cities, Summer knows specifically. She is an expert in this area, everybody. And she's going to really drop some golden nuggets for you here today. We we're talking pre show. She's got such value to to drop to you because she knows specifically what it takes to lead mission-driven team and create a culture where schools and families, they feel, they feel like they belong. And we all want to feel like we belong. I'm so interested to hear your story. It is the first time you're sharing your story on a platform
1: like this summer. And where does your story start? Well... So my story begins in rural Midwest, USA. So small town, solid, hardworking people. And I have to say, I really did have a fantastic childhood. Um, It was really, really wonderful. I loved my life. I loved my family. I loved my friends. I loved all the activities. I was in everything, everything you could imagine. I was in Girl Scouts and 4-H and cheerleading and speech and debate and all of it, just one activity after another. And so I just, I was really happy. I grew up lower middle class. My dad was a bartender. My mom was a school teacher and people always say, I got my charisma from my dad and I got my responsibility from my mom. And (laughs) you couldn't have had two different people, (laughs) (laughs) but we really did have a lot of fun. We were always laughing and playing jokes on each other. And of course, as a kid, I was egocentric, you know, tunnel vision on what was really in front of me and what I wanted to see. So looking back now, I can say, I really, I I can see things now. So my parents nearly divorced a couple of times and my dad, he had schizophrenia and it was mostly under control, but there were a few things that were a little different. Um, We couldn't have pictures on the walls because, when he would get home from the bar late at night, he would think the pictures would be talking to him, things like that. So just little tiny differences. But for the most part, it was he was super just high functioning. And I, I really think all of that shaped who I who I am now. And my dad always said I lived on a pedestal. <laughs> I could skip an, a pep rally or an assembly. And the principal would mark me down for perfect attendance. My sister would be sitting next to the principal and my, my dad would get a call and say, Amy skipped your sister skipped. (laughs) And so that was the type of pedestal I lived on. I think it was because I was so involved in everything and because I was so charismatic and I really, I got booted off the pedestal shortly after I graduated from high school. It was a swift fall from grace I got in a drinking driving car accident the day after I graduated high school. Wow. Um, We were actually on our way home from the graduation party.
0: You were driving or you were a passenger.
1: I was a passenger Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of adult repercussions that happened from that accident. My dear, dear friend died. Wow. In our car, in the car. And my best friend from high school went to jail. And so not to mention, you know, all the emotional stuff that you're going through at that time in your life, you know, you're working through high school drama and friend groups and boys and dealing with the fallout from such a traumatic event was really, really hard in a small town. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really hard. And so that's where my story begins. But that's not where it ends. There's a quote that I love that was actually given to me by a therapist at that time. And the quote says, my life was divided into before and after. There was no going back to the before, but the chance to live the after. You have to decide. That's powerful. And isn't that powerful? Mm. And I'm so bummed because in the book, I, I, it was in a book. And in the book, it was written by Unknown so Uh, yeah I really wish I know who wrote it because that quote has changed the trajectory of my life so many times lots of big work has happened and you know moving on from my younger years I went to college and I became a Montessori teacher and eventually started my own schools here in the Twin Cities um starting a business now (laughs) That's an entirely different podcast all on its own. So I'm breezing through things because that was a really, really hard period of time too. And it was a really dark period, Um, being broke and starting a family and starting a business and all this crazy unknown. It was hard and it's my passion. It's my calling. I I love what I do.
0: So I I love the way you kind of, really package that summer like it's um obviously that that incident in a small town and just the ripple effect that that would have had that that change we all have that that one moment that changes everything and no doubt there would have been people talking in the town. There would have been um, assumptions. There would have been blame. There would have been, you know, and to have somebody go to jail and to have somebody die who's in your immediate friend circle, that yeah. would have changed the way you look at relationships and things like that as well, did
1: it? Everything. I, I remember I used to babysit, and it was a small town, so I used to babysit for the judge in our town. And after the accident, I had hit my head. And so the blood drained and I had two dark black, black eyes. And I remember I walked into the bakery and the judge was in there with her little, little kids. And she grabbed their arms and she like scurried them out. And I just remember being like, Whoa, like this isn't my home anymore. I can't be here. This is not okay. And so that was just it was heavy and it was a lot and it was like where am i supposed to be in this world and not to mention like navigating the relationship with alcohol navigating you know picking sides because in a small town everybody has yeah. to pick a side so so you're picking sides things like that it was mm. heavy mm. It was and really how heavy.
0: how were your parents um supporting you through this as well
1: you know they were amazing they were Supportive. I, I remember. So after the accident, we were taken into the hospital, and I woke up, and my grandpa was sitting on the end of my bed. Because you have to remember, all of my family was in town because I had graduated the day before. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. only did I have this huge life changing incident, my entire family was present. Mm-hmm. It and so my parents were incredibly supportive supportive of me, got me the help I needed, um, really encouraged me not to hole up in my room, but to see friends, to seek out therapists and counselors. And it was also really hard because two months later, I moved to college.
0: Right, right. How old were you at this time? 17. Wow. Wow. So then when you go to college, that's where you live by yourself in like dorms and things like that, isn't it? It's a little bit different here in Australia, but you actually move away from the home.
1: Yes. Yes. Right. So that was my first time out on my own. And like you said, navigating that relationship with alcohol, trying to mm-hmm. figure out like, is it okay to drink? And and drinking kills people. And then mm-hmm. not having judgment for my new friends not coming from a place of judgment if they chose to go that path.
0: That's a really good point because I think when you've been through something like that, probably when you're 17, you're out having a few drinks, you don't think about saying to the driver, are you okay to drive? You just jump right. in the car, you just go along with it. You're caught up in the moment and things like that as well. But then you've moved out. You're a full adult looking after yourself, and then all of a sudden, you're having to make these really big decisions based on yeah. that experience that you had.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was really, it was a really crazy period because you're also coming into your own as an adult. You're trying to figure out who you want to be and who you are, and you know, trying to figure out how to pay bills and grocery shop and all of that stuff on top of all of this crazy, heavy, mentally emotional stuff.
0: Definitely. Now, your chapter in the collaborative book Life by Design, produced by Kim Ward and actually published by GWN Publishing with Lil Bukowski, your chapter is called Life reimagined and I couldn't picture another um, (laughs) chapter title for you uh, knowing what you've just shared with us as well. So what does life by design actually mean to you?
1: Life by design and my chapter really it's it's a story about my my chapter is a story about grief and grace and finding your values. Um, It goes back to that quote that I said earlier. You know, your life's divided into before and after, and there's no going back to the before, but the chance to live the after. You have to decide. And when this opportunity to work on this book presented itself, I was really called to write a chapter and peel back the layers of hard along with the layers of good. And that's why I called it life reimagined because nothing worked out the way I imagined it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's messy and it's amazing and it's chaotic and happy and it's all the things rolled up into one. And so reimagine just makes sense. And so my chapter is really a story about grief because my mom was also diagnosed with cancer. In the last few years, in this newer chapter of my life. And my story is about her being her caretaker and her passing, but then at the same time, selling my schools. And so you have these dual grieving emotions going on at the same time. And what's this new chapter of my life going to be?
0: I have to reimagine
1: it because I really thought I was going to own Montessori schools forever and ever. Amen. And um, that was my job. And so I have to imagine this life without my mom and this life without my schools and navigating all of that grief.
0: Mm. And sometimes we set up these plans, you know, the five-year plan (laughs) and things like that. And we do, we have to learn to pivot and nothing is forever. That's why we have to cherish every single day. And, and really work, walk in our, our story and really own our values and our beliefs that when we do have to pivot, we can always fall back on them and rely on them, right? And exactly. um, what do you hope people really take away from your chapter?
1: Um, what I really hope people take away is the idea that they have the choice. They have the choice to live the after. They have the choice to, you know, know that things are hard and and it's all messy. And when you look at somebody on social media or you look at, you know, your neighbor that you wave to, to know that their life is hard and messy too. Everyone, that's real life. Life is really just hard and messy. And so to take control and to just have the choice to live the after, and you get to decide it.
0: Well, you, you do, don't you? You get to decide and take one hundred percent ownership of who you are every single day. And yeah. you know, there, there's no such thing as as perfect. It's all messy, and you never know what somebody's story is. You could be sitting next to them on a bus, and we make these assumptions, right? We make these assumptions, but we don't know what story they're living. So kindness prevails, right? Kindness yeah. prevails. And I love your message in that. I love how you shared that message message of it's messy, it's hard, but it's also exhilarating and happy. Uh, You know, it is. It's all rolled up in that little ball that we peel back, right? And and Summer, what is a a key piece of advice that you would share of, of how you overcome that obstacle?
1: I would say give yourself grace because you never know what's going to pop up that's going to make you think about something. You never know when you're going to be flooded with emotions. And so to make sure that you're giving yourself grace and you're saying, you know what, I'm showing up every day and I'm doing the best I can. And some days are going to be tough. Some days I'm not going to go out there and, you know, close 10 sales or I'm not going to go out there and wow, everybody, some days just getting up and having a cup of coffee is enough and so
0: to oh, allow yes. that grace allow mm. that grace oh i love that message i love that message it, it, it's okay to not be okay some days but the next day just just be 10 percent better than they were the day before yeah i yes. love that some of your message is absolutely inspiring and how are you helping others now and uh, where can we actually connect with you
1: Excellent. Well, right now I own a company called the Conscious Classroom Certification Model. And this is just, once again, that, that pivot that you talked about earlier, right? I went from owning schools and then COVID hit immediately. I mean, we sold our schools at the end of February and COVID hit the United States March 12th. Wow. Within 15 days, give or take. <laughs> mm. And so people were calling uh, my staff my previous, my old staff were calling and I had parents calling and I just thought, you know what, I'm still supposed to be doing this. And so I started a new company called The Conscious Classroom and I work with schools to train their staff. I'm a certified parent coach. And so I am able to work with parents and staff. And because I've been, I've held every single position in a school from dishwasher all the way through owner, I know the emotions, I know the feelings, and I know what they need. And so that's really what I do right now. And I absolutely love it. I'm having a blast. And so people can reach me at the um, Conscious Classroom Certification Model.com.
0: Fantastic. So your life by design. Chapter is life reimagined. Uh, yeah. You can find it on Amazon. We'll be sharing where to actually connect with Summer as well. In yeah. all her amazingness, she's helping community. She's helping save and change lives as well. So thank you very much for being brave to share your story for the very yeah. first time here as well. I know um, how hard that is to do. So you're so appreciated, and we'll be um, we'll be sharing where to connect with you. You can find the victim to victory podcast on youtube anchor spotify and apple podcasts and what kind of message would you like to leave the audience on today as well
1: i think i just once again i want to go back to that quote your life is divided into before and after there's no going back to before but the chance to live the after you have to decide
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. It's so powerful when you really sit in those words and and feel those words. That is so, so powerful. And um, please subscribe and comment to go into our monthly draw to win access to the Brand Your Story podcast creator course. And remember, wear your story like a superhero cape and not an anchor thank you summer and we'll see you on the next episode of victim to victory thank you